What's up, travelers? You have found the podcast that is here to explore the world. We are five travel experts hooked on our trade and ready to share our tales from around the world. You're listening to the Where We Roam podcast. Without further ado, let's roam. Hi, and welcome to the Where We Roam podcast. This is John, and I am joined by my fellow podcasters. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, John. Hey, John. John never says hi. All right. Well, it's good to see you all. Welcome to this very exciting episode of the Where We Roam podcast. This is a good one. We are this so is excited. real, real good. I'm super excited about this. So the, all five of us actually have been invited to go on the pre-inaugural sailing on Royal Caribbean's newest, biggest, baddest ship, Icon of the Seas. I'm, I'm, I'm super you pumped. Forgot it's so Did you say boldest? It's also the boldest. boldest. The biggest, boldest. baddest, boldest. There's another B in there we'll not throw out there. All right. It is, a, it is a big ship, but it is really action-packed with so many changes. So what we're going to do in this episode today is we're just going to be giving an Icon of the Seas preview. Kind of go through what's new, what's different. How is it different than an Oasis-class ship? Because it's being billed as like this biggest ship in the world. And it is bigger but it's not that much bigger than Oasis, but it's laid out differently and it's got new neighborhoods, new restaurants, mm-hmm. new entertainment, so many different like it's it's kind of like a completely and, different and ship. And what's gonna be awesome is yes, this is a preview of that, but in January we all get to go on this and therefore we get to do a trip review and see how how our little preview actually compared yeah. to what real the life. real yeah. experience is. Yeah. And when we're on Icon, we're going to have some go lives on our channels, on our Facebook account, on our YouTube account. We're going to have go lives and previews and videos and walkthroughs, all those things. So we're going to have a lot of Icon of the Seas coverage coming up in the next like two months. But we are super mm-hmm. excited to do it. And then the best part is that we understand that we may be a little bit biased because we were invited to a special event. That being said, one of us plunked down her own money <laughs> to get her booty on the very first <laughs> revenue-based sailing, and that is Miss Dana. Dan- Miss Dana, where are you going? So we, I'm going to be on the inaugural sailing. It leaves the very first sailing out of Miami. Now, I will say that I did shell out my own money for that, but we are down in the bottom of the ship, like <laughs> water <laughs> level. Um, it sold out really dishes. fast. It yes. did sell out real, real fast. It sold out so fast. Um, I tried to get something like a balcony and all that like we normally do, but no, it was Where did you, you end what up? You what get. category did you get? We're like on deck four. I need what to double it? check that. I'm scared to look. I want to say... <laughs> Interior plus? <laughs> no, it's actually an ocean view. We have okay. a porthole okay. window, okay. so oh, it's not right. terrible. It's not yeah. terrible. And the water is going to be nice in January. It won't be like splashing against your window, hopefully. Well, and if it does, you know, we'll, we'll test the seals around the windows <laughs> and make sure that they are good, good to go. Yeah, after it comes we'll, across the Atlantic, hopefully they've got that the seal yeah, handle. Yeah, we'll make sure it's nice and safe for everyone. Don't worry. So, yeah, I'm really excited about that. So, Dana's so, going to be really yeah. spoiled. She's spending three days on the Icon with us, and then she's getting off the ship, spending the night in Miami, and then getting right back on the next day. That is crazy. And, and just using your husband? It. 
Yeah, just the two of us. And then we're taking um, the kids as well in June. So all five of us will go experience the icon in June. We're going to try out one of the new family suites. So it's going to be really nice. It's going to be awesome. So totally different experience because yeah. we'll have yes. an actual. Yeah, exactly. You're going to have three, three iconic very experiences. Different cruises. All, yeah. yeah. Oh, my and goodness. We, and we'll give everybody updates on because there's obviously going to be some kinks in the system. Like when Wonder sure. launched, right. some of their shows weren't even ready yet. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see what's up what's running during our pre-inaugural mm-hmm. what's happened what, you know how the actual inaugural sailing goes and you, we can compare and contrast service quality food all that and then it'll be even more interesting to see what it looks like you know once they've worked out family. the kinks like five months later yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah. fantastic so i'm excited to experience all sides of it I can't wait to hear all about it. I can't wait to be on the ship myself. I know. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through the the best way I think we could do this is we're going to run through the different neighborhoods, how those neighborhoods are similar or different than the Oasis class ships. But then we're also going to go ahead and start with some general facts. So Dana, Mm -hmm. you are in charge of telling us about general facts and entertainment changes on board Icon of the Seas. So tell us, how is this ship different than the Oasis class ship? Okay, so currently right now, the Wonder is the largest cruise ship at sea. And so when the Icon makes her maiden voyage, she will now be the largest cruise ship at sea. The Wonder is currently about 236 tonnage, and this one will be 250 tonnage. So pretty similar in size, but it's going to be 1,100 feet long. So that's as long as three and a half football fields. And it's going to take about 15 minutes just to walk end to end. And this ship is Mm. five times the size of the Titanic. Titanic, just to kind of put that in some sort of visual <laughs> perspective oh for you. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's crazy. It's going to have 20 decks and 18 of them are actually going to be accessible from passengers, which is unusual. Okay. There'll only be two decks that you cannot have access to, and those are crew sleeping quarters. So, so 18 decks for yeah. the general public to, to be on. Whereas That's crazy. That's crazy. You, Oasis is 16. So it's like uh-huh. Oasis classes total of 18 this is total of 20 right total of 20 total of 20 and it's gonna have 2800 well 2805 to be exact staterooms and the it'll have accommodations for crew for about 2300 crew members and then 5600 get 5600 guests if there's double occupancy but a max of 7600 guests depending on how full the ship is and that's mm-hmm. an important thing to say because a lot of times people ask, school well, is this ship so how is the ship sold out, but it's not full- selling at full capacity? Basically, some staterooms are designated to sleep up to three, four, or five, sometimes six or eight, right? So you could sell out every single cabin and not have those, you know, triple or quad rooms sleeping three mm. or four people because Royal yeah. Caribbean would rather sell them as two room, you know, put two people in them, uh-huh. you know, closer to the sailing than leave them empty. So they'll open them up as double occupancy. So usually you're going to see that full occupancy, that max guess at 7,600 max guest number around holiday season, kids are out of school, spring break, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. That, and to be said too, this ship's also going to have eight neighborhoods and 40 bars and restaurants, 23 of those 40 are completely new to the Royal Caribbean brand. So it's going to be new on all fronts. Even the pool area, they're going to have seven pools, nine whirlpools, and they're going to have an infinity edge pool as well, which is new to the brand also. I'm excited about that. Yes. And I've heard that they're selling those four like day beds for like 
five hundred dollars a day or something like that. Oh like yeah. really, really high. <laughs> For one kidney, you can yeah. have <laughs> exactly. Well, they realize like if, if it was first come, first serve, you're gonna have people fighting over them, right? Like right. that's gonna be difficult. So maximize yeah. your revenue and charge yeah. you know what the market will bear. If they can sell them at a thousand dollars a day, they'll sell them at a thousand dollars a day. I personally yeah. wouldn't pay that for a, a bed on a pool, but some people might. Well, I mean, when you have a perfectly good bed on deck two that looks out <laughs> in over the ocean, then why That's do you need your deck four? Some really cool Give yourself some grace. Oh, sorry, your deck, deck four. four. Oh, your bed on deck four. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. All right. So do you have a list in front of you of the eight neighborhoods? I do I, not have that list, but I did want to touch on the entertainment, though, really quickly, because the one thing I love about Royal Caribbean is the entertainment. They have some of the best yes. In, in, in the industry. So I will say that some of the, you know, things that we all love, which is the attic, the, which is the comedy club, will be on the icon, as well as Boleros, which I personally love. So They're also going to have a music hall, but it's going to be larger. Of course, everything is going to be bigger. And who can forget Spotlight Karaoke? Because, I mean... Who doesn't love karaoke, right? <laughs> We're all going to do karaoke, right? If I did it in Japan. It, I'm not scared. I'm telling you, I was disappointed <laughs> on my last Oasis sailing. That I think it just depends on who's on the ship that week. But like, no one was singing whenever we walked into the karaoke bar. It was really disappointing. I will oh, do. I last time a, I was... A, a couple drinks in and then... Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Karaoke? No problem. Okay, done. <laughs> last time I was on The Wonder, all the karaoke was Taylor Swift. So I hope you're oh. ready oh, for that. No. <laughs> I mean, that's what everyone was singing. Baby got mm. back... And that's it, kind of karaoke person. <laughs> okay, but that's fun. Rap, rap, yeah. rap is fun. I, I can love maybe it. do some. Um, what? Oh gosh, what is that song called? Watch out, my outfit's ridiculous, and the club looking so. Can, who is I that? I can see you doing that. I know. I Luda? Luda. It's Luda. It's Luda and Usher. Um, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, we may have to Little prepare John. something yeah. for this, but. Okay, proceed, yeah. Dana. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, we digress. On. But in addition to what we all know and love, uh, they also are going to be adding Luz Jazz and Blues in Central Park, which will have live music, which will be a very nice touch to have in the evening, and then a dueling pianos, which will now be on the promenade. So that will be fun as that's well. Fun. That's a new thing. And then, of course, you got to have shows because that's what right. – cruise lines have you know in the evening that's what you do so they're gonna have the absolute zero which is the ice arena Mm -hmm. but this one is going to be an oval arena that's bigger than any of the other ships so they can do bigger jumps bigger spins bigger everything right now it's it's square right on the existing ships yeah so this one will be oval so that's gonna be nice i'm excited about that and then the aqua dome is going to have shows as well. Um, but these shows are going to be bigger. They're going to have wilder skill set. Um, Tricks. Entertainers. To- Entertainers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Entertainers. They've expanded cool. the skill set. Yeah. So it's going to be bigger tricks. Yes, of the entertainers. So you're going to see some tricks that you haven't seen before that are kind of stepping out of your okay. comfort zone a little bit. I like it. They're also going to have new shows in the Royal Theater. They're going to have the I'm Wizard of Oz. I'm excited about having, yeah, I'm excited about Wizard of Oz. That's going to be cool. Oh. Yeah, it's going to feature the biggest stage cast ever. On a cruise That's ship. cool. On, on a cruise, cruise ship. ship. On yeah. a cruise ship, yeah. And so I'm interested to see how they do that with all the costumes and the set design and all that's mm-hmm. going to be pretty great. But they're also going to have a show band live music now, and it's going to have the largest orchestra at sea. That's going to oh. be cool. That's, that's going to be fun too. Largest orchestra at sea. That's amazing. 
It's going to have 16. This is why they have 2,300 crew. Yeah. I know. This is why. Yeah, they <laughs> have 16 top-tier mu- top musicians. Awesome. So it's going to be an immersive theatrical experience. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do that. Do they have like surround sound speaker? Mm-hmm. Like how are they immersing us into That's this experience? Cool. Yeah. Unless they're, the musicians are literally walking through the audience. Now that I love. I yeah. love that. <laughs> And then in the Aqua Dome, the new show, The Pirates vs. Mermaids, I'm really kind of low-key excited to see the show, even though it's kind of a kid-focused show. Yeah. Well, but you're taking your kids on it in the next six months anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm really excited because it's going to be an interactive experience, and it's in the Aqua Dome, so it's got to be I'm hoping all these shows fun. are ready to go when we get on. I know. Yeah. But I even really in, so. in Three Nights, we're not, we're not going to even be able to yeah, that's see true everything. Too. No. No. Yeah. We're not going to yeah. sleep. We're going to try. We're going to try, though. Anything else, Dana, for entertainment before we move on? They have a new. Uh, they have some new shows coming to the um, Absolute Zero as well. I told you about the bigger arena. They're going to do a Starburst show, which is going to have like Supernova, Celestial Science kind of storyline cool. to it. It's, I'm interested in that. And then they have a kids show that they're going to be doing called Once Upon a Time, which is going to put a fresh spin on fairy tale classics That's on cool. ice. I love that so, they're doing the kids show in addition to like the general shows. So it's going to be fun. Yeah. I know. So if you have younger sailors, that'll be something for them to enjoy. Love that. Awesome. So. All right. So that's some general information. And then the entertainment is going to be so fun. I can't wait to see what that's going to be like. And I hope we get to experience as much of that as possible. And I can't wait to hear like what it's like when in comparison by the time that you go back in June to compare yeah. and contrast to January. Because I feel like those are going to be two different experiences. Once I hope they so. Work I think it'll be out. fun. Yeah. All right. We're going to move on to the next neighbor to our first neighborhood. And this is a brand new neighborhood that there mm-hmm. is on no other Royal Caribbean ship yet. And that is called Surfside. And Megan is going to tell us about Surfside. Megan, what the heck is Surfside? So I am really excited about this neighborhood. So like you said, John, it is completely brand new to Royal Caribbean. It's similar in a way, I think, to the boardwalk. It has that open air concept, has a carousel, but this carousel is going to be more whimsical and, and beachy vibe, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So okay. Royal Caribbean, they created this neighborhood with families in mind. And I feel like families could spend the entire day there easily because there's eateries, there's things to do, there's places for parents to relax. It, it's going to be a blast. So with this neighborhood, it's colorful, it's vibrant, bright, reminiscent of kind of a surfer town. So you're going to have, like I said, the carousel, an arcade, tons of water slides to kind of keep everyone engaged. Like smaller water slides are down here, correct? Yeah. So there's three great water experiences at Surfside Neighborhood. So Splash Away Bay has kids water slides, water features, you know, that bucket that dumps that kind of Mm -hmm. thing for some of the older (laughs) kids. Then there's Baby Bay. So that's perfect for your toddlers and your babies to play in a kind of a safe environment. If they're in a, a, like a splash pad, essentially, if they're in Exactly. Sort of thing. Okay. And then there's Water's Edge, which is a pool pressed up against the glass. So that's going to be, it overlooks the backside, the aft of the, the ship, and it's going to be a perfect oh. spot for adults to relax or hop in the water with the kids. A great spot where I think most people will be towards the back there. Yeah, I love I love how, where they put this, when they moved the Aqua Theater to the Aqua Dome, and we'll talk about Aqua Dome in a few minutes, but the fact that they used that space and put another pool area and another water feature area and... And we, we'll t- I guess we can next talk about the restaurants and the things that they're doing in Surfside. But I think the concept is like, you don't, if you have a family, you don't have to leave this, the kids exactly. play area to right. go eat or to go do everything. Everything is right there. So, is Playscape mm-hmm. there too? 
Is that where the playscape is? I would imagine there's a playscape down there. I don't know for sure. Do you know, Megan? I, I don't know for sure. Um, I know about the three different water experiences, the Carousel Arcade, but I'm not sure about the playscape. And Adventure Ocean is also located close by as well. Very correct? close by. Oh, they did that on nice. purpose okay. so parents well, like, and families can get there easily. Some some of the fun things that we were talking about before we started on this recording right now is like so much of this information we find out from from bloggers, you know, mm-hmm. as they're experiencing this for the very first time. I think that is so much fun to be essentially in that in that role. Like there's gonna be a lot of stuff that we're just gonna have to experience for ourselves yeah and learn, um, learn when we get to go yeah, yeah so so we'll be we'll be trying to pop that information out as soon as we get to experience it so but there's only so much we can kind of gather information on because it's not released yet so right. that's right. going to be such a cool super experience for experience us it. yeah now yeah. megan t- i know you're going to talk later about dining but can you tell us about the dining options the kind of like the the changes they're making food wise in the boardwalk in surfside area yeah, I'm so, sorry, in Surfside, what used to be the boardwalk. So the Surfside Eatery is kind of a breakfast style, very kid-friendly, where you can dine all day long. So Pier 7 is going to be your specialty dining restaurant on board okay. um, for young families, it, young families in mind. Um, so all-day brunch is served here. Uh, they're going to have Ooh, like cute, that. fun-shaped pancakes and, and stuff like that. I almost said Mickey-shaped pancakes. You know where my head is at. Um, <laughs> so fun-shaped pancakes, cute stuff like that for the families. Uh, the Lemon Post Bar looks fantastic. They'll have mocktails for the kids, but fantastic cocktails and tropical-inspired drinks for the adults. Then there's Surfside My Bites. My kids are going to love that, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt, but mm-hmm. like my kids love mocktails and going up to the swim at bars yeah. or to the, you know, that sort of thing at, at like resorts. So they're going to love having a bar that's dedicated for them to get mocktails. Right. And lastly, Surfside Bites is easy. It's that quick grab-and-go handheld type food. Uh, mm-hmm. So if the kids want to keep playing, they can grab that food, eat quickly and get right back to playing again. So I, I think what's Genius. great about Royal Caribbean is it, it's a little intimidating to hear that the capacity could be up to 10,000 people. But when you think about it, they have the Surfside neighborhood and the Central Park and so many different bars and restaurants and things all around the ship that it never feels crowded, which Royal right. Caribbean yeah. really designed these ships really well. Mm-hmm. intentionally move people to different parts of the ship. Right. And then what I found on Oasis class ships in the past is that you end up kind of finding the spot that you feel like you connect the most in, you know, like we, the place you feel most comfortable and then right. you end up spending a lot of your free time there yeah. and then occasionally yeah. go to the other areas, you know, for a show or for a dining experience. But like you end up congregating in the same place and meeting friends like, Megan, when we were on uh, that recent Oasis sailing, like our group always kind of co- ended up congregating at um, Schooner's Bar. At Schooner's, yeah. I mean, it was great, right? Like we always kind of like found like a, a spot, and I, I love that about the Royal Caribbean ships. Yes, yeah. I'm I feel very like excited there's, about there's this. always so many nooks and crannies. I remember when I experienced Royal for the first time. I grew up as a Carnival girl, and <laughs> you know when I went on Royal for the first time, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many places to just sit. And, yeah. and that's what I love. And they've really just expanded it with, with Icon. I love that. I think Surfside is going to be a game changer. And I'm really excited yeah, to I'm see excited like, to how see that works it. out. My kids are st- still in the age where I think they'll love Surfside. But in a couple mm-hmm. years, they'll probably age out and be like, okay, I want to go up to Thrill Island a lot more than right. be down at Surfside. But that's the thing. Yeah. They have the option. Right. So we'll come back to Thrill Island in a minute. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we move on to next neighborhood? I think that's great. Megan, thank you so much. I'm pumped. I'm even more excited after you talked about it. 
All right, next is another twist on a Royal Caribbean classic. This neighborhood has been on ships, I think, all the way back to the Voyager class, and that is going mm-hmm. to be the Royal Promenade. And Sean, will you tell us about the, how the Royal Promenade changes on Icon? Yeah, so, so like you just mentioned, this has been uh, a classic for Royal Caribbean. Again, since that Voyager class, I believe like in 1999 is when they introduced this this big open area where, you know, people are going to, are going to gather and each iteration of that, they just kind of taken up to, to the next level. I'm, I'm a spinal tap fan. So I keep saying they keep turning it up to 11. So when I was doing some research on it, it just, this reminded me of like, think of your most swanky mall or swanky airport area, massive tons of food and entertainment options. Um, it's, it seems like it's just the place to be. You know, if, if you don't have anything going on, you want to go hang out, this is the place that you go, the Royal Promenade. Uh, what is awesome, this is the first thing you're going to see when you get on the ship. This is where people board. This is the first thing. So they are, Royal Caribbean has made this, you know, they want to make that first impression. You know, they yeah. want to set the tone for the rest of your sailing and they are doing that through this Royal Promenade. They've made it so there's ocean views on both sides now, which is awesome. They've done like, I think it's probably four, three or four stories of glass windows. So you're going to have a view of the ocean no matter where you're at. It's going to let in so much extra light. Which they don't have now at all. Right now, it's just a dark. It's a single. It's, yeah, it's a single yeah. side. Yeah. The only so, light you get is through the Central Park glass, like where the Rising right. Tides bar is. But that's it. Everything else is closed yeah. off. Yeah. So both sides of the ship are going to have this just ginormous uh, square window, um, which you know, doing some of that research, talking about the the structural. Yeah. How did they accomplish that, Sean? Not not my field. I just believe that they have. I think they're gonna they're gonna. <laughs> You know, knock it out of the park with what so, they've done. But the answer is the pearl, Sean. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you were setting me up. You like you gave me a softball. I was. Kind of no, so the pearl. The, the pearl is actually this this huge sphere. It actually it's three decks high. It starts on deck five and extends up to deck eight. And it's it's one of those things that you, you're going to have to watch some videos on it because it is. It is this grand staircase, but a big, massive pearl, a massive ball. It's like a that, sphere. Yeah. yeah. That they they are letting, I believe, like sunlight and light come through. But it's just going to be a, an it's all-encompassing. It's a structure, though. That it actually right. keeps yeah. the, 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 the ship stable or the ship from collapsing in on itself. That's how they were able to oh. open up to the, the, the sea view glass. Yeah. It's like, it's like made out of steel beams inside. I don't know how they achieved it, but. Right. You asked me how they did it and well, that's I don't know. True. <laughs> I don't know. But no, the the, the pearl is going to be is going to be awesome. Um it's going to be, you know, it's going to be what draws your eye when you're in this area. Um so very cool. As Dana mentioned, dueling piano bar, that's where this is going to be. Uh, the karaoke. Um a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, the dueling piano bar is the first for a Royal Caribbean ship and apparently they've heard that that's something that people wanted. And, you know, it's, it's great. I think Royal Caribbean is kind of like Disney where they listen to feedback from their from their guests. And this is something that people wanted added to the entertainment options. So going back to the going back to the the glass feature, that's like I said, yeah. it's going to be both on the, the port view, and yeah. starboard side. So I think that's going to be a really a really cool thing for the that area. It's going to shine. They said, too, that they heard Royal Caribbean mm-hmm. going back to them listening to what people say. 
they said that people were saying that they want to be more connected to the ocean. They wanted to be physically closer to the water. So yeah. I like how they're pulling in all of these aspects to kind of give that feel. Yeah. And I think the the pearl, in addition to those having the, the ocean view, that natural light coming through is how they how they did that. In the Royal Promenade alone, it is longer than a, an entire football field. So Dana said the ship is, do you say five? Three, Three and a half. Field? Three and a half. Mm-hmm. So one full football field is consumed by this Royal Promenade, which is awesome. It's going to have 15 restaurants, bars, lounges. During the daytime, they're going to have a cocktail menu that's a little bit more tropical themed. And then as it progresses into the evening, it's going to move into more of those like the bourbon drinks, your your old fashioned or your Manhattan. Um, I just Love think that. I was I was watching you know watching the, this video and doing some research. And I was like, this is this is going to be an experience to to have. So yeah. I'm pumped that we get to do that all together. And yeah, I'm excited. Lots of new bars, new eateries, new entertainment, but they're also bringing back like the pub yeah. They're keeping some staples the in there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah, excited. Not everything's and- going to feel totally new. Right. Yeah. Exactly. There'll be, it'll, it, I think that the layout in general is going to feel familiar enough for those of us who've been on Oasis before, you know, like for the returning guests, they're going to know, oh, this is, okay, this is Central Park. This is the Royal Promenade. I know I can find, you know, I know where karaoke is or I know where, you know, this bar is. But then other things are going to be a fun be surprise, you know. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Yeah. I just love um, how they're matching the vibe to the restaurant or the bar, too. They've really yes. kind of changed everything up. So it's going to feel different in each location of the ship. Which is cool. And one of the things I, one of the executives was talking about in a video about how with their, their goal with the Royal Promenade is as you walk by these different venues, whether it's going to be carry, Spotlight Karaoke or the pub is like the music, the boleros, the music that's there is kind of spilling out into the walkway at mm-hmm. night, like through the Royal Promenade. So you kind of get to experience it's almost like you know you're walking down bourbon street at night where like as you walk past a a club like or a a bar that has live music coming in like i love that idea about it it's gonna and i feel like it's bigger and it's wider and more windy i think it's gonna be a great version of the promenade Mm -hmm. yeah i'm excited to see it and also important note Apparently, Absolute Zero is considered on the Royal Promenade, even though it's like, I think, located at one end of the promenade, just for Mm. reference. Interesting. All right, let's move to, thank you, Sean. Let's move to Central Park. This one doesn't feel like there's nearly as many changes as the Royal Promenade or obviously with Surfside. But uh, Corinne, will you tell us what you've learned about how Central Park is different on Yeah, Icon? definitely. I mean, um, this is personally my favorite neighborhood. I don't know if it's the fact that my whole family's from New York and I feel a tie to that whole New York vibe, but I love Central Park. I, I think it's so mind-blowing to me walking, you know, you're on a cruise ship and you are surrounded by trees and plants and greenery. And I I just think it's amazing. So not a ton of changes uh, with Central Park on the icon, but as everything else, everything on the icon is supposed to be bigger and better. So there's supposed to be, you know, like 20% more trees and plants um, on Central Park. Uh, Giovanni's on the other Oasis class ships was originally in Central Park, but this is now moving to Royal Promenade. Um, I believe, but you have some of the same old classics. We've got Izumi, which is, you know, your hibachi and sushi, Chops Grill, Park Cafe. They do have Trellis Bar, which is, is new and Empire Supper Club is going to be, I think it's technically the 
um, a part of Central Park on Deck 8, I believe. But this is going to be an eight-course fine dining experience. Apparently, we just learned it's going to be like $200 per person. So if you're willing (laughs) to sell that out. On the inaugural sailing, it may be $125. That's true. That's true. We are going off of Dana's pricing here as as a a guest. And and, and if when Dana's booking, it's already like hard to get rooms. Royal Caribbean knows that they can Oh, yeah. They're smart. They're going to knock it up. Yeah. yeah, but we'll see what it is in June. Yeah, yeah. about That's, that. I'm interested to see that. Yeah, you'll have yeah. to go and 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 try it out. But well, you'll at least at least have to price it out. Yeah, For sure. Price it out. Definitely. Let us know. But yeah, I love Central Park. I mean, it. it Obviously, you are, you know, on a cruise ship. I just think it's amazing. Um, the whole neighborhood, you, it is an open sky neighborhood. So you can look up and still realize, yes, I'm outside. Yes, I'm moving on the ocean. They have four <laughs> living plant walls. It spans five decks. The, the fun fact that I actually read about this is that there's 21,000 plants. In Central Park. I think that's, that's insane. Crazy. I just think that's crazy. Um, I love that, though. <laughs> I did want to mention they do have a new room type that I know we're going to talk more about rooms uh, later on, but they have the Infinite Central uh, Central Park View Balcony is going to be the new room type mm-hmm. overlooking Central Park. So, yeah, I'm excited to see it. It's going to be really, mm-hmm. really cool. All right. Thank you, Corinne. I'm super excited to experience Central Park. I think it's going to be amazing in those new uh, Central Park infinity or infinite views. I'm super interested in those because it kind of gets rid of the traditional balcony, but the whole like room kind of becomes the balcony, Mm -hmm. which I think has its pluses and minuses because when it's closed, you have much more living space, right? But it'll be interesting to see how that actually shakes out when you're on it. Because I know the... um, celebrity edge class ships introduced this room category so it'll be interesting to see how it's executed on royal that being said what we're going to do is we're going to put a pin in this conversation we're going to this is a more digestible piece of uh, our digestible episode for you (laughs) listeners there will be a part two of our icon preview coming up soon in your feed so we're going to go ahead and put a pause right now and i'd like to thank all of our listeners if you enjoyed this episode or any of our other episodes so far we would really appreciate a like and subscribe and you can also find more of our podcasts where you're finding this one or wherever else you find your podcast additionally please feel free to reach out to us if you'd like to let us know your feedback things you'd like to hear from us you can reach out to us by heading over to facebook and doing a search for the where we roam podcast and we would love to connect with you again thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you real soon bye-bye